I want you to take a self-examination this morning as I get into the Word of God, get into statistics, get into the times we're in. We are running out of time, folks. There's no way around it. There's no way to sugarcoat it. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to touch on highlights of what Jesus told us to look for just prior to his second coming. But I want to go to Revel, uh, Romans chapter number 13, verse number 11 and 12. The Bible says, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jeremiah said that the summer is past and it's, it's, it's ended and we are still not saved. It's going to shock people one day when we stand before the Lord how many people we think we're saved, and, it, and it's not going to be the case. Romans chapter 13, verse 11 and 12. If this ain't America and the world right now, I don't know what it is. This is what Paul said. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Brother Zollers, will you open up this service, please, with more prayer? If you know anything at all about the Bible in any detail, you understand we're in the last of the last days. I'm amazed how many people walk around in a fog and purposely, willingly are ignorant, the Bible says, of these days. They like to put their head in the sand and they don't like to deal with reality. And we need preachers to tell people that we're at the end. People need to get right with the Lord. It's, it's, it's something that's very, very vital and important. This morning I want to talk about, I want to highlight some of the things Jesus brought to light just before, you know, just before he went to the cross when he was predicting the future, when his disciples came to him asking him about when would the end times be. I'm going to reference Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. And... I'm not going to even touch the surface of what biblically and prophetically what I could because we'd be here all week yeah. doing it. So I'm just going to touch highlights of what we should be looking for before the second coming of Christ. We, we will also look at things that Paul talked about as well, the end time verses. We're going to dive into that. So let's dive into this subject and I pray that you'll take a, a heart's examination of whether you're saved or not. I can't look at your heart. None of us knows your heart. But I'll tell you what, God knows your heart. And uh, I just want to point out these things. And if God speaks to your heart, I encourage you to run to the altar because we are right. The Bible describes it as God's at the doorstep. He's Nothing has to happen for Christ to come back. All prophecies have been fulfilled. Listen to me. Most people, there's a lot of, there's, there's eight different beliefs on the tribulation period if you go down south. But there's only one that's really biblical. When you look at the rapture of the church, 
I don't know what you believe, and that's fine. You believe what you believe. But I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. Listen to me carefully. A lot of people say Noah. Noah is a type of the Jew. The Bible, a lot of people say Noah, God brought him through the flood. You know, he brought him through the flood and delivered him on the other side. But Noah is not a picture of the church. Noah is a picture of Israel going through the tribulation. If you want a picture of the church, the church is Enoch. The Bible says that Enoch was translated before the flood came. That's pre-tribulation. And once, once we are raptured out and the Antichrist comes, there's no hope after that point. The Bible says that God will send you a strong delusion. You will believe a lie of the Antichrist because God is the one muddy in your mind. He's the one darkening your heart. And we need to get serious about this subject. This is what I want to point out. Number one, Matthew 24, 7. This is what Jesus said. I won't do turning today because for sake of time. But you can turn if you'd like to. Matthew 24, 7 says this. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. I want to talk about earthquakes for a minute. We're all, we all know statistics about Shine. We, we, I mean, we're pretty up to date on it. There's 55 earthquakes on average a day right now. That has not always been the case. You know, the Bible talks about how the earth groans and travails, you know, waiting for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And earthquakes, it's kind of like a pregnancy. It's kind of like when it first starts. It's, it's, it's there, but it's not prevalent. It's just, you know, it's there. You know, the baby's coming at some point. But as time goes on, they get stronger and they get more powerful and they get more frequent because there's a delivery that's got to take place. Once we're raptured out of here, the Bible says that the, the earthquakes will get stronger and stronger up until that point. And this, I want to give you statistics on earthquakes. There's 20,000 earthquakes a year on average. 20,000 earthquakes. Listen to this. This is how it's increased. In a study done covering the last 500 years of earthquakes with a magnitude of 7.0 or greater, that's a huge earthquake. That's a big one. Listen to this. In the 15th century, there was two recorded. Only two in the whole 15th century in 100 years. In the 16th century, there was three. In the 17th century, there were seven. You notice how it's going up a little bit more. In the 18th century, there was 13. In the 19th century, there was 29 7.0 earthquakes. In the 20th century, there was 123 7.0 earthquakes. And in the 21st century alone, they're predicting that there's going to be 550 earthquakes of 7.0 magnitude. That is a clear sign, according to the book of Matthew 24, 7, Mark 13, Luke 21, that earthquakes will be in diverse places. It's just one sign of the end times, one time of what Jesus said would happen. How would Jesus know this thousands of years ago? Because he's God, and he cannot lie. And, and you, can take the book, you can take the Bible at face value. You can take it to the bank. Anything that Jesus said, it's true, no matter what you believe it or not. Number two, Jesus said there'll be wars and rumors of wars. You know how many wars are going on in this, on this planet right now as we speak? It's every day it's another one. Every day it's increasing. Every day it, it's more nations are involved in war. And in a similar, in a similar study of wars, this is crazy. Um, in the last 500 years, it's discovered that they're increasing more and more like Jesus said they would. In the 15th century, we'll do the same study. In the 15th century, there was 29 wars. 
In the 16th century, there was 59 wars. That's a lot of wars still. In the 17th century, there were 75 wars. In the 18th century, there were 69 wars. But listen to this. In the 19th century, there was 294 wars. Think of how big of an increase that was in just a 100-year span. In the 20th century, there was 278 wars. And experts say in the 21st century, there's estimated to be 562 wars if Jesus didn't come back, if he stayed his coming, which that's not going to happen according to the Bible. But um, there's, there's, no, there's never going to be peace until the Prince of Peace comes. This world is looking for the answer. It's looking for a man to step forward with all the answers, and that's coming very soon. And the Bible says that that's, that's, Jesus is going to come like a thief in the night and rapture us out of here. And this world is on pins and needles right now. It has no peace. It has no joy. It's looking for the answers, and they're going to have a false Christ come on the scene very soon. So there's no peace until the Prince of Peace comes. Jesus predicted that 2,000 years ago. Um, number three, Jesus said there'll be famines that cover the earth. Jesus said, Matthew 24, 7, that there'll be famines that cover the whole entire earth. Again, another study over the last 500 years. In the 15th century, six famines recorded, Brother Ron. In the 16th century, 10 famines. In the 17th century, 24 famines. In the 18th century, 28 famines. In the 19th century, 30 famines. In the 20th century, 44 famines. And it's estimated 120 famines in the 21st century alone. We're at the end, folks. Jesus knew what he was talking about when he said it. And we can put our head in the sand as long as we want, but it's not going to make any bit of a difference. When, Jesus, when, when it's, the, it's determined when Christ is coming, when he comes, you don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be left behind for what's coming on the scene very quickly. And as we get into this lesson, we'll get even deeper into this subject. 25,000 people die from hunger every day. 10,000 are children. 854 million are, are reported to be undernourished. You just talked about this, how we're so blessed as a country to have food and have shelter. But the world doesn't experience this benefit, this joy. 854 million are reported to be undernourished, and a child dies of hunger every 10 seconds worldwide. Roughly 9 million die of hunger every year worldwide. 9 million. Jesus said these days would come. Number four, Jesus said there'll be pestilence that'll be on the rise. You know what a pestilence is if you look it up in the Bible dictionary? A pestilence is a fatal epidemic disease. That's what it's described of in, the, in the dictionary. Over the last 30 years, think about this. Over the last 30 years, there's been 30 new infectious diseases that have emerged to threaten the health of millions around this world. You know, this should wake everybody up, honestly. Listen to me. You know, when COVID came out, they had the ability to shut down the world in just a matter of hours. Yep. You understand that? Think how, think how easy it'll be for the Antichrist to do that. Because people, this, op, this world right now is, the Bible says that, God, that the devil is the God of this world, small g. God controls everything. But God, there's a system that has to be in place, which is in place right now. It's the spirit of Antichrist that comes in. It's already on the move. It's already on the scene. It's just waiting for their leader to come forward. And you look at these things. Um, there's estimated that there's 10,000 diseases in the world right now. 10,000. And there's very few cures. There's estimated to be about five to 550 cures for 10,000 diseases. So Jesus said these days would come. It would happen. 
Number five, Jesus said the love of many would wax cold. Think how cold it is in this. I just had, Brother Zowers, I just, we just had a young man. He's 23 years old. He got shot in Detroit over an argument over barbecue food. A man didn't like what he said about his barbecue cooking. He shot him cold blood. The love of many shall wax cold. Remember that um, uh, aunt, uh, there was a case that a woman admitted to killing her kids. The case went on for 30 days, and she partied for 30 days after she killed her kid with no effect. That's what we have in our generation. We have men of reprobate minds. We got men that have rejected God for so long that God's turned them over to a reprobate mind. They got seared consciences. They got defiled consciences. They can't even, they can't even dictate what is right and wrong anymore. And the Bible says in Isaiah that and they'll call evil good, good evil. And that's the day we live in right now. The love of many shall wax cold. Listen to this. It is estimated by the World Health Organization that 40 to 50 million abortions will correspond to about 125,000 abortions daily. 125,000 abortions around this world a day worldwide. The love of many shall wax cold. We live in a day now where people are just, they'll, they'll kill you and they don't think nothing of it. The Bible talks about this would happen in the final days. The Bible said the spirit of Cain would revive in the book of Jude, or the book of 1 John. And that's what's happening right now. The love of many shall wax cold. According to statistics, there's more than 7,000 children in the U.S. that are abandoned each year. 153 million children worldwide are orphans. Each day, murders on the rise, broken homes. Marriage is over 50% divorced now. The divorce rate in America is over 50% in this country now. That's because the love of many shall wax cold. And what Jesus said is coming to pass. Each day gets darker and darker, and that will continue to, to happen until Christ comes back. Number six, this is one of the most phenomenal statistics you're ever going to hear. It'll, it'll open your eyes to the days we live in right now. This is what the Bible says. Knowledge shall increase in the last days, just prior to Christ's coming. Knowledge shall increase. Listen to this very carefully. Daniel wrote that 4,000 years ago, 4,000 plus years ago. How in the world did he know that knowledge would increase? Because the Spirit of God was telling them exactly what to write. Right. Holy men of God moved that they were spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. This is what Daniel 12:4 says. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words, seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Think about this real quick. Seventy years ago, we didn't have computers. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have video games. We didn't have technology. We didn't have all this stuff that's on the rise now. And I'll give you some statistics. They say until 1900, you know, you understand in just a 150 year period where we've had pretty much all of our advancements, you know, the, 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 the great advancements. But up until 1900, they say that knowledge doubled every century, Pastor. Uh, in 1950, it started doubling every 25 years. In the year 2000, knowledge started doubling every year. And in 2022, it doubles every day. Knowledge shall increase in the last days. It has to be in place for the Antichrist to take his rule. Because the Bible talks about in Revelation that they're going to kill the witnesses, and the witnesses are going to lay down in the street, Dad. And they're going to kill the witnesses, and the whole world's going to throw parties over these two witnesses that are dead. How would that happen if there was no technology like Daniel talked about? It's all, www in Hebrews means 666. 
That's what, that's what the internet is. It's a way to track you. It's a way to know everything about you. And that's what the Antichrist will take advantage of when, we stamp, you know, when we're raptured out of here. I would not want to be left behind if I were you. It's going to be devastation beyond what we can imagine. The Bible says these days would come and it's a fulfillment of prophecy. All these advancements we see today were predicted to happen thousands of years ago. Number seven, in the last days there will be false prophets and teachers that claim they are Christ. Pastor just talked about this recently. You know how many people, there's, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of people scattered around the world that claim they're Jesus Christ right now. And they all say, they all have big followings too, every one of them, because they're deceiving. You know, people are wrapped up in charisma and charm. If somebody has charisma and charm like the Antichrist will, people will just eat it up like candy. They, they don't have the ability and discernment to see through that junk. You know what I'm saying? Because the Bible says that it's, um, there'll be false teachers in the last days that will privately bring in damnable heresies. And the Bible says they'll make merchandise of you. They don't care about you. They care about money. They care about power. They care about things that are not beneficial to you. But because of people's lack of discernment, they can't see through that stuff. The Bible says in Psalms, let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. And there's all kinds of them, thousands of them around this world right now. Uh, so the last days will be prophets. The Bible talks about that. Number eight, they'll be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. That's what Paul said. Think about that. We can't even get 15, 20 people in the average fundamental Baptist church. But you look at the arenas all around the country. They're full, jam-packed. The beaches, jam-packed. Because people, you know, in Jesus' day, it was a custom for everybody to go to the house of God. That's what the, the Bible says that. And nowadays, they look for reasons not to go to the house of God. Because they're lovers of pleasure. It's the most selfish generation we've ever experienced in human history. And people, people are... Um, just evil in that way. Uh, lovers of pleasure is more than lovers of God. People are consumed with sports, fun, entertainment, and they allow the devil to steal their focus. A hundred years ago, businesses were closed due, or due to a reverence and respect for a holy God. They ain't like that no more, I'll tell you that much. And, um, you know, we can pay an athlete $50, $60 million a year, and we're perfectly okay with the preacher making 20000 and her family struggles. That's because we're, lo we're lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. We, 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 there's athletes that make over $100 million a year right now for playing a game. But they said in Rome, if you give, people, you give them a circus, you give them entertainment, the people will never revolt against you. That's what, that's what they were quoted as saying. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. We can't, even, we can't even beg people to come to the house of God no more. That's the result of the great falling away that Jesus talked about. And that's where we are right now. Um, number nine, oh man, this is the most important problem. Israel becoming a nation is one of the signs of Jesus Christ coming back. You know, Israel became a nation in 1948 after the Holocaust. The Bible predicted in Ezekiel and Matthew that that would take place, that they would come back to their homeland. The Bible said the fig tree would blossom. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible says that generation will see everything come to pass concerning prophecy. We are in that generation. That's my dad's generation. We're in that generation right now. That's how close we are to the coming of Christ. And if that don't wake you up, nothing will. Number 10, I'm going to deal with this pretty hard. Number 10, the mark of the beast in a cashless society. This is something that's ignored by Christians. Listen to me very carefully. Cashless society. I just, took, I just took hope to Cedar Point. We just went there. The first couple times I made a transition with my card, and the third, it was midday, I went there, Jessica, and I wanted to get some chicken. 
And I gave them cash, and they said, we don't accept cash here. It's cashless now. It's cashless. All, all around Cedar Point. My mom and dad, for their anniversary, just went to the Tiger game. They're cashless at the Tiger game now. It's on, this technology has been going for a long, long time. Everything that's done in this world pushes us towards a one-world order. Everything they do, everything, everything that's, that's done is in an effort by the satanic system to push us closer to the, to the Antichrist coming on the scene. They want to chip you. They want to, they want to make everything cashless. They want to control every area of your life. And the Bible talks about this. This is what the Bible says. Revelation 13, 16 through 18. And he causeth all. You ain't going to have a choice in the matter if you're left behind. Unless you want to starve to death. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, uh, free and bond, to receive the mark in their right hand and in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man. And the number is six hundred three score and six. Whether you like it or not, we are on a freight train traveling towards a one-world system, and the technology needed for this chip has already been developed and ready. Look, listen to me very carefully. In Sweden, in Sweden right now, there's already 4,000 people that's been chipped that they can, walk, they can walk into the work and they can scan their number and get right in. It's on the horizon. It's here right now. It's not coming years down the road like people are talking about. In 2007, I'll talk about this real quick. I'm not, I'm not here to step on any toes. I'm here to tell you the truth. Listen to me carefully. In 2007, a man named Mr. Jared Kushner bought the 666 building in, Manhattan, in mid, um, Midtown Manhattan for a then record price of $1.8 billion. Listen to me. Right across from the Rockefeller Center. He paid the most excessive bill in history just to buy the 666 building. Jared Kushner in 2007. That's a long time ago, 15 years ago. And this is what happened. In that building, they specialize in research in the, in the RFID chips meant to be implanted into your right hand. It is called Lucent Technologies, and they, they use an operating system called Inferno. Ever since that time, Mr. Mr. Kushner has given, been given more roles, and he is the son-in-law of Mr. Donald Trump. To the man who developed the chip technology had seven major roles in the White House, including bringing peace to the Middle East and other vital duties to perform. The devil system has long been in place, and one day very soon God's children will be raptured out and the Antichrist will be revealed. Revelation 20.10, this is the state of our country right now in our world as we know it. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire. Satan has deceived and blinded the world, according to 2, Timothy, or 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 4. Um, the ultimate goal of Satan is to move society into receiving this mark, and it's finally at the doorstep of their achievement. My friends, Jesus is getting ready to come. There's no, there's no I, I can't, no man can predict the future. No man knows when he's coming. There's no way nobody knows that. But to think that you have an eternity before Christ comes back is just not biblical. It's just not biblical, according to the word of God. And last of all, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah and Lot, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. You know, you realize, Brother Vipon, how identical our day is right now to Noah's day right now? Sodomy's on the rise. Violence is on the rise. 
hatred's on the rise, rejection of Jesus Christ is on the rise, people are, are becoming increasingly atheist, people don't want to darken the door of the house of God anymore. We're in those days, we're in the days of Noah. Sodomy is on the rise. Millions upon millions of men boldly proclaim they are gay and they are not ashamed of it anymore. You understand when God brought fire and judgment brimstone down on Sodom and Gomorrah is because they became bold with their lifestyle. They came out of the closet and they became bold with it. Sodomy is the only sin in the Bible. The Bible says the very earth throws up. That's how much God hates sodomy. He made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. That's what, that's what he made. And there's just as... It, statistics say that there's over 10% of people that claim they're gay now. 10% of the population. In California, more men wear dresses than they do than women do in California. We're in sick days, man, I'm telling you. And, men's, and then the same goes for women. They boldly declare that they're pride in their wicked lifestyle. Jesus said these days would come and it was a sign of the end. This is what the Word of God says. Luke 17, 29-30. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Number two, in Noah and Lot's day, much like our, much like our day, men's minds and hearts were only on evil continually. They became dark. They became satanic. That's the days we live in right now. It's, they're satanic. The Bible says men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. The Bible says, and God saw the wickedness of men was great in the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts and of the heart was only on evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Paul said in the last days, mankind would become corrupt minds, seared conscience, reprobate in their heart, just like Noah in Lot's day. This world is pure evil, and the most popular shows and movies of our day are horror films and series that deal with demons and devils. If you don't believe that, you don't know much about what's going on on TV right now. The number one, Miss Gunther, the number one stream show, the number one stream series, it's been going on for seven or eight seasons now. The number one stream series in 2021 was a show called Lucifer. That was the number one stream show in this country. You don't think we're away from God in this country? You're just out of your mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they glorify Satan. They glorify what he is, what he stands for. They give hand gestures that let you know who they serve. Yeah. The entertainment world is controlled by the devil. The sports world is controlled by the devil. Any, that's why they could shut the world down in a matter of seconds, because they control everything. And we're at the doorstep of Jesus Christ coming back, because the Bible talks about there'll be mockers, there'll be scoffers, there'll be people walking after their own lust, there'll be people mocking God, there'll be people that don't want anything to do with the things of God. And that's, where, that's how it was in Noah's day. He poured his heart out for 120 years and only his family got on the ark. Jesus said, few there be that find it. You think this generation, there's, a, there's just thousands upon thousands of people getting saved? It, Jesus said, few there be that find it. And it's as, as in the days of Noah. So by comparison, that rules out a lot of people. You know, um, I think about in, in Noah's day, Violence filled the land. And, and the Bible says God hates violence. His soul hates violence. And if you study out, like, what's popular right now, UFC, horror movies, for, you know, stuff like that, it, uh, all these movies that glorify Satan are the most popular in this country right now. 
Um, lastly, the world in Noah's day laughed at Noah and Lot's message just like they are today. Uh, 2 Peter 3.3 says, Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust, saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. I tell you what, this world is in for a rude awakening. It has no clue it's about to hit them. And, and I'll take the Bible over anybody else's opinion. Um, just like it was in Noah's day, people are laughing at the notion that Christ is coming back. But when the rain falls spiritually and the door shuts eternally, they will be beaten on heaven's door to open one more time. But sadly, it will be closed forever. Jesus will come as a thief in the night and return for his blood-bought redeemed. When that happens, the Antichrist will be revealed and those left behind who have clearly heard the gospel in their lifetime will never have another chance to be saved according to 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 11. The Bible says that God will send them a strong delusion. They're going to believe a lie of the Antichrist because they rejected the love of the truth. You can't get saved unless God's dealing with you. A lot of people try to make mental decisions. They try to come whenever they feel like it. It don't work like that. God has to draw you to salvation. My spirit will not always strive with man. That's what the Bible says. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. And that day he ain't going to be near. This is the time for Satan's rule and reign. And, and God's, God's going to give them a strong delusion and they're going to beg. They're going to be people showing up to churches all around this country begging for another chance. And it ain't going to happen. It's done. Once it's done, once he returns, once the Antichrist comes on the scene and you've heard the gospel, it's over. You don't have another chance. That's what the Bible teaches. The Bible says, today, behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Don't delay when God deals with you about your soul. Amen. Don't put it off. Don't procrastinate. That's the biggest problem we have in our churches. We think we got plenty of time, and that's the biggest lie of Satan. You don't have plenty of time. The Bible says, life is but a vapor. It appears for a little while and vanishes away. If you're lost, you have the threat of Christ coming back. You got the threat of dying. You got a lot of threats that I would make sure that I know Jesus Christ is my Savior. I, I would get in the door while you can. And in closing, if God speaks to your heart and shows you you need to accept his free gift of salvation today, please don't delay. It's so easy. It's a free gift. It's a free. Jesus paid the price. He paid it all. All to him I owe. It's almost like if I had 20 bucks and I had Rob say, you want the 20 bucks, just come get it. He would probably have no problem coming to get it. Just that simple. It's a free gift. And, and this is what the Bible says is going to happen one day. This is the sad conclusion, Pastor, and I'm done around this world right now. Luke 13, 24 through 25. Listen very intently on these verses. This is Jesus speaking. Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up and have shut to the door, and you begin to stand without and to knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know not whence you are. One day folks will beg God to give them one more chance, but the door will be closed and they will be cast into outer darkness forever. Don't wait too long. Right now is your time. Right now. Jesus said that in Revelation twenty-two seventeen that come now, come now. He wants the bride say, come. The spirit says, come. You come now when he's inviting you, Amen. not when you feel like it. Amen. And that's what the Bible teaches. And Jesus said this in closing, I am the door. Your chance right now is why the door is open. Amen. And when he comes back, that door will be shut, and you will never have another chance. 
to get saved. Let's bow our head to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you.